Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. Maximizing transparency and trust. This bold step can thrust one company toward massive success. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to discuss and deconstruct insights from top-performing entrepreneurs and industry experts. Every week, we uncover tested tactical solutions to solve your company's most difficult hiring challenges. Today, our guest is Ville Hotu, the founder and CEO of Vincent, California. Ville um, was previously from Sweden? Finland. Finland, sorry. Oof. Uh, and actually helped to take uh, Vincent public um, back in 2016. 16. Yeah. After the IPO, IPO, he moved to California to start Vincent California, the local subsidiary. And uh, during the first year of operations, he built a team of 20 developers in Irvine and acquired OC's hottest digital brand agency, Extopoli. Is that one right? Sweet. Well, well. <laughs> At least I didn't get three in a row. <laughs> Um, the team operates in Irvine, Palo Alto, uh, where they help companies such as Logitech and Yamaha develop their mobile apps and digital services. Hey, fun fact, you also play steel guitar. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Thank you. Good to be here. All right. So, wait, steel guitar, and you, you have albums on Spotify. And I don't know, I don't want to embarrass you, but that's impressive. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, the, uh, the albums are all in Finnish. So, but I'll, I'll send you the links. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, today we're going to cover a couple of things. Um, you guys have built a really outstanding, really unique culture around transparency. And we're going to talk about kind of what true transparency is. Um, proactive leadership and how to how the structure attracts outstanding people. Sound good to you? Sounds good. Awesome. So let's start with transparency because you guys have built a really unique model. I, I know that I met you at uh, Disrupt HR mm-hmm. and you were you were giving a, a a breakdown of how you guys did it. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, the uh, the talk I was giving at the uh, the Disrupt was actually about removing middle management yeah. from the organization and. Uh, how we ended up doing that, so just five years ago, we were 220 employees and running a pretty typical organization where you have um, management, then you have HR, sales, middle managers, and then you have employees under reporting to the management. Yeah. And we found out um, that neither the managers or the employees weren't that happy because the uh, the managers were actually developers who were promoted to that position, okay, and uh, the only thing they wanted to do was to code. Yeah, and the uh, the employees they they had crappy managers because the managers <laughs> didn't really want to be managers. So we had to do something. What we did was we removed the middle management and moved them into more value creating jobs. Got it. And so as a result, how did that affect productivity in the culture? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, when you remove middle management, the uh, the whole system changes, and uh, we we sort of, I I'd like to say uh, we replace the whole uh, middle management layer with transparency and trust. So we okay. the, the shift we had to make was to enable our employees to make big decisions. And by enabling, I I mean um, they they have the mandate. They have um, 
um, the right to make big decisions, but they also have to have uh, enough information to be able to do that, and that's the t transparency. Okay. Now, what did you guys do specifically on the transparency side? I mean, did you open up everything for everybody to see? Because that's, you know, uh, that's typically what transparency would be i think you know from a financial standpoint and everything yeah else, right? yeah so th so obviously they they have access to all information sure they 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 want and 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 on top of that they can walk into any meetings if, if it's a board meeting or a steering group meeting they can walk in so it's it's an open door yeah policy even though we don't really have policies but uh that's how we call it okay got it now you were telling me that you also um make things like salary available for everybody to kind of see, right? Yeah. Um, How does that work? It, 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 it surprisingly worked. When we opened up the, uh, the salaries, we were expecting a lot of questions, a lot, a lot of sort of, uh, yeah, we, we even, we, we cleared our calendars for two days and uh, just so that we can meet all the people when they have questions why my salary is this and why his salary or her salary is like that yeah and uh, i think we only when we did it we received two questions and uh, so people hmm. took it took it really well and um but i, I guess the th thing is um one it's uh, the reason we actually did it was we wanted to enable the um, the employees to recommend a raise for their colleague. Yeah. So because they they work with with their colleagues and they see how they they perform. So we we, we wanted to enable that and and to be able to that, do that we opened the the salaries. That that's a really bold move. And I'm sure right now that any CEOs that are listening to us right now are probably falling out of their chairs. How did you guys come to that decision? Um, it's like many, many of the things we've done and will do is uh, we will come up with an idea and we'll execute it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, we'll change it pretty fast. And um, and uh, but this this thing ha happened to work. I'm not saying it works yeah. forever. It might change, uh, but yeah. for now, um, so far so good. That's very cool. So I would imagine that the employers are a lot more engaged because of it, because they don't really have to guess what Johnny over there is making compared to me. I mean, they already know. Yeah, it, it sort of uh, removes the gossiping or the need for gossiping because you, you, you know. Yeah. And I, I would imagine, too, the other thing is it would kind of create a system of checks and balances, where if I know that, that so-and-so is making more than me, maybe I can work a little bit harder in order for me to get to his level or vice versa, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's a good, really good point because, like, when you want a raise, it's easier for you to tell that, okay, um, sort of benchmark yourself uh, against other people yeah. and, and their their level of, of, of competence. So uh, the other question that I would, I would want to pose is, has there been a challenge on the hiring front, though? As far as attracting people, if you get people who have overinflated salaries, like you do get here in in California, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, um, well, no, no challenges as as such. But I, I think our work culture is not for everybody, and we we have to acknowledge it. Yeah. So some people like more, they they like to have more management, more direct orders. They like to report, and um, they don't like free flexible work time and so on 
um, and um, I'm, I'm just um, I'm really oh, ha happy to be able to say that uh, don't apply if yeah. you if you like that um, uh, we work uh, we have a lot of flexibility trust but also responsibility that's awesome that's awesome so you eliminated mental management you put out kind of all the salary information anything else on the transparency side that you guys are up into or any yeah I, th I think one of the things uh, companies would I mean it, it's it's an easy to pilot would be uh, the credit cards so just to add the uh, to the uh, the trust factor so in in our company all the all the employees who want a company credit card they they can get one. Oh really? And and um <laughs> that's and, brave too. <laughs> and not 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 all, all people do. But yeah. but um most of them have a company credit card and and they can make any purchases that are taking us further and, and to become a better workplace. So business related. Yeah. yeah. And They're not going out and buying shoes with it. Sometimes they do, but I mean, we'll <laughs> deal, deal with it later. I need a new wardrobe. All right, very cool. So I, I can see how this transparency would kind of maximize trust, and then you kind of are building in the trust factor by offering a credit card, which you know would, would kind of further solidify it. What do you do on the leadership side? Like, what, what are you doing to kind of build that trust even more? I, I, I guess, like, the, uh, the whole way we we see management is is we we don't believe in the uh, the top down model where you assume that all the uh employees who are actually individuals mm -hmm. have the same needs because they don't uh you're uh, they, they are individuals with different needs dreams and visions for their future and yeah. uh that's why we created something we call leadership as a service L Loss. Okay, I like uh, it. Yeah, and uh, so instead of uh, sort of leading with policies or and restrictions or rules, we we listen. We try to listen the the, uh, the employees and react to, okay. to whatever they they need or want. And uh, we created a, a product for that. It's it's a platform where uh, all the employees they have an easy way to sort of order these management services from me and the other managers in the um, in the, um, in the company. Doesn't that create a lot more work for you though? No, you, you would think that, but yeah. it's it's actually it's it's less because um, I let's take like performance discussions as an example. Yeah. Not all people want to have twice a year performance discussions, but yeah. but usually it's it's uh, it's what companies do the dreaded performance review yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's uh and uh we've noticed and but then again so we, we don't have that twice a year discussion so you don't do just because reviews? we we have to we we, have, we discuss every time when an employee wants to discuss okay so just signing up to a last tool and ordering a, a chat or a discussion um you'll get one okay so it it it, it it's less less work than, um, than than you'd think because you're actually getting the the employee to be proactive in their own career right yeah and and i, I mean i if, like it if, if something is broken broken you can fix it yeah i mean like if you don't have coffee milk you like at the office you can just order it yeah instead of getting an approval for ordering it yeah Okay. So, and for for ma managers, uh, it's less work because they don't have to do simple things like that. 
Now, do you find that, that people are willing to do that? Because a lot of people just don't speak up or they don't say anything. It does need push in, yeah. the, in the beginning. And uh, especially, I think, because um, there aren't that many uh, the companies who operate like us. Yeah. So when, when people move from a company to... To our, our culture, um, they need it'll take a half a year. Yeah. Uh, oh, for them to settle in. Yeah, to settle in and 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 sort of uh, learn to work work the way we do. See, when I heard your talk, I, I I was I love things that are disruptive, and so I was totally you know thrilled to to have you on today because I think that um, wow, you know, doing a total paradigm shift like this is what a lot of companies need to do, but they just are too afraid to do it. You know, I I know. Yeah, it's it, it is it is a change. And yeah. I mean, it works for us. I'm not saying it works for for everybody and yeah. every company, but for us, it works. And um, well, it, I think it works too because you were you've already come from that. You're the leader of the company, so you're you're already a living example of it, right? So I would imagine it helps. when you take a <laughs> when you take a a seasoned leadership team that's not really used to it and you try and put this in there, I would imagine that could be disastrous. <laughs> I have to try it once. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a fun experiment. <clears throat> We're talking to Vile Huntu, the founder and CEO of Vincent, California. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about how this translates to the interview process and what kind of results you should get. Be right back. You're listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard, giving you access to recruiting techniques that will help you hire key talent to build your company towards real success. Rick is a recruiting executive and entrepreneur who's been successfully recruiting in the aggressive Silicon Valley technology landscape for the past two decades. After a very successful stint at Apogee, he founded Stride Search in 2012. Based on a lean efficiency model, Stride has uniquely positioned itself as a leader in retained search for the most critical talent hires within a small organization. Whether you're a startup executive or recruiting professional, by listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard, you will walk away with skills to help you attract and hire great talent. Now back to Higher Power with Rick Gerard. Welcome back to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and our guest today is Ville Hontu, the founder and CEO of Vincent, California. So we just discussed transparency and, and trust and, and kind of some of the unique aspects of how Vincent uh, puts those... those um, those, uh, those cultural values into play. Now we're going to explore how this kind of translates into the hiring process and what kind of results you get. So um, let's talk about hiring. Um, I, I would imagine when you bring in somebody new and you're explaining these concepts, it might be a little bit of a sticker shock. It is, and that's that's partly why we have three-step interview process. Yeah. So we have three sessions uh, with, with the candidate, and we, we can explain these things. So uh, I think a part of it is for giving them an, an, an opportunity to to interview us yeah. more than us interviewing them and making it's a sure that, yeah, yeah. It's a two-way street. It, it is. Yeah. And it's the, uh, the cultural fit is the, uh, the most important thing we, we try to figure out. Yeah, absolutely. So I always, I always kind of... Um, I always stress the fact that it, it's got to be a fit for both people. You can't try and put somebody who doesn't fit your culture in there because they have skills into a role and expect that that's going to work out well. I mean, it may, but probably won't. Yeah, I, I think, I, I feel like you can teach everything else except yeah. the culture. 
Yeah. So, so it, it, it is, uh, and uh, all companies have a unique culture. They are all different. Yeah. So you, you either fit or you don't. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, all the other things you can teach. Yeah, it's like uh, putting a startup person into a large company culture. They're not going to probably work out well for whatever reason, right? Right. So what would you say would be when you, when you first started hiring and you started kind of building your team out here, what was the what was the kind of first shock moment for you as far as uh, as, as far as kind of what you learned in this process? No, I, I've I've been saying uh, we we were extremely lucky uh, having the uh, the first four employees uh, really successful hires. That's great, and 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 it it call, it all sort of. Um, Showed us the other way. Um, we've we've been known now um, hiring uh, to one or two employees per month. Great. And um, but we really haven't changed anything. So you would think coming from Finland, Scandinavia, um, it would be all that different. But it, it is not. We really haven't changed the uh, the interview process at all. Yeah. And and we we have the first interview, which is uh, with with the HR and um, a developer or designer, okay. depending on which position you're looking for. The second interview will be uh, technical, okay. and it's, it's, it's a team situation where you would solve a problem. So is it a collaborative effort? It, it is. Okay. And it, it's a dialogue. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's more like to, again, trying to find out whether the, um, the culture of fit is, is there. Okay. And the last interview is with me, which is test. Okay, very good. Important thing here is you have a process, that you um, and a structure in place, and most companies don't, right? Right. So, all right. So transferring that. So how do you how do you how do you screen for skills? I mean, you have this discussion. Um, most companies hire based on skills. You're hiring for culture first, skills second. How does that look? What does that look? Like? Yeah, I, I think um, what I've seen here. Um, there's some fundamental difference, small but important difference, which is we never hire for a project need, Got we, it. but we always hire when we find a good good person to uh, to fit in the culture. Boom. So so that's 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 like um, it's it's been kind of hard for for some of the uh, the people in in hiring positions to understand. So do you need people? No. But we still keep hiring, and we we hire all the good people. So what you're doing is you're being proactive in in keeping your pipeline flowing, and as you find good people, you hire them. Exactly. And that's you, the way. That's a great way to build a company. It is, and yeah. it's the, the only way to build a, a service company. So yeah. we're an agency, so that's the only way we grow. And you know what? Uh, and I think uh, a lot of it was funny. I was just having a, a conversation with an entrepreneur this morning who was saying, "Well, you know, I'm not sure if I have the budget or the project for it." And so you guys just kind of go for it. And yeah, that's and that's one of the things we we don't do is is budgeting. So we we don't have budgets. <laughs> you don't budget so, either. So then you don't you can't really hide behind the budgets. Sure. Uh, so because it's it's an, it's just an ex- excuse. Yeah. Uh, you need to f- come come up with better reasons not to hire or to hire. Yeah, and it's funny because um, I, I find a lot of people kind of come up with the reasons, especially entrepreneurs, why they shouldn't hire as opposed to why they should. Yeah, it, it is when it, when it's. I think it's when always when when uh, how to phrase it when when the uh, the business reasons drive your 
decisions, uh, you're going a little bit south. So it's okay. like you would have, for example, instead of focusing on, on growth or revenue, uh, you should focus on the things that make the growth possible. And in our case, um, it's people. Focus like, on the things that make the growth possible. Yeah. So we, we okay. for example, our, our um, KPIs, the things we measure, uh, are employee satisfaction survey results and client satisfaction survey results. So, uh, and th this is, this is um, it means growth for yeah. us. Yeah. So it's instead of um, the, the profitability or, or revenue, we focus on the things that, that actually make these two possible. You, you focus on value, providing value. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. growth enablers. Yeah. Okay, that's fantastic. So um, I think you had mentioned earlier too, collaboration, right? So how big is collaboration in your cultural, you know, your company culture and, and you know, what, what's, the, uh, what's the impact of that? Collaboration is, is so we, we work um, a little bit what we do. So we build mobile applications and web systems. And yeah. uh, we we work in, in teams, which sure. are from all the way from uh, two, two to ten people. Teams, okay. so, but it's always collaboration. Depending so, on the size of the project. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's why um, if you're asking about the, uh, the hiring process or the interview process, uh, that's why we want to have a team situation where we... Um, also, look at the um, the way the problems get solved, or they don't. So sometimes the the problems don't don't get solved, but it's it can be a good thing. So yeah. we, we we know how the uh, the person reacts, uh, how quickly he and what kind of questions he's he's able to ask and willing to ask. So sort of uh, raising a hand that I, I I can do it, and uh, that's sometimes a good thing. Yeah, you know, and I would imagine you have to get that person really comfortable in the conversation so they can feel safe about asking those questions because a lot of people don't want to look dumb in an interview process, especially technical people, right? So they want to they want to they want to look like they're smart, so they'll try and solve it without asking the questions sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's extremely important to be How do you um, get past that? Yeah, human human um, sort of or having the human interaction all the way from from our job ads, if you look at them, uh, you, you'll see um, the employees, the developers telling about their day-to-day, -day, yeah. and we are trying to reflect, uh, give a give a good idea of, of how the uh, the day-to-day -day is. And uh, and if you have questions, you can contact this person directly instead of co contacting um, a hiring manager. And um, oh, so you opened up the transparency for new employees too, like potential new employees. Or, hey, yeah, you know, you can reach out to so and so and ask him about what it's like to work at our company. Yeah, uh, all oh. the all the way through from the uh, the job ad, so you can ask questions. And when you come into the interview, you'll meet this person who was sort of uh, posting. Yeah, and uh, looking for a new colleague. That so is super cool. I love the fact that you guys are just doing everything opposite of what everybody else does. Is it? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> I mean, you know, you'd be surprised. A lot of companies here are very, you know, you have to go through these channels in order to get there and jump through these hoops. And it's almost uh, a difficult, a very, very difficult um, situation to try and get hired in a lot of companies here. Sure. Yeah. So what have the results been so far since you've been here? 
of course, we whatever you, you can share. Yeah, I, I can share almost everything, but it's like um, we only have two years of operations sure. uh, in, in California. So, but we really don't have attrition at all. That's so what it's, I was going to ask you. Yeah, it's it's record record low. Uh, but um, I, I guess what we can say at already at this point, the, the engagement is there, uh, self-management. Um, we um, the team, team in, in, in a way works towards the, uh, the same goals we have to have happier clients and happier employees tomorrow than we have today. Yeah. So that's the uh, the, the goal, and, uh, and 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 it's easy enough for for all of us to to understand. And um, they make big decisions, um, yeah. uh, like uh, how I see it, the lower level in the organization, big decisions are made, the better better we have succeeded, if it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, the, um, so you're not having to make the decision on everything, you just empower your people to make it. Yeah. It, and, and they it, do it as a collaborative effort. Yeah, and uh, as, as a manager, it, it, it does... Um, does feel like almost things happen automatically. Yeah. So when when people take responsibility and, and, and make decisions and uh, things just happen. Are you surprised by it sometimes? I'm I'm surprised. I'm and I'm I'm surprised over here how how well the whole community welcomed us to Orange County, which is because uh, I started the company in the Bay Area first. Oh, did you really? I, I, and I moved it down to Orange County after six months and. That was yeah. probably a wise idea. <laughs> I do a lot of recruiting in the Bay Area, and it's brutal up there. It's brutal up there, yeah. but of course, like like the uh, what people told me is, um, okay, you have well established companies, uh, but it's hard to get in yeah. in into the uh, Orange County. But um, I'm I'm surprised how warm welcome uh, the companies, clients, and the uh, the developer community has has given us. So it's it's a positive surprise. Well, I think when you do great work, then you get recognized for it, right? Oh, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that, that's awesome. I'm, I, hey, I want to salute you for for what you're doing. I mean, awesome job. Um, I hope that other entrepreneurs that are listening right now can learn from this and actually implement some of these into their company because I think it's the way which companies need to grow. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. So we're just about out of time for today's show. Um, Billy, thank you so much for being here today, and, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio community. Thank you. Yeah. My pleasure. So now um, I'm sure that there's going to be some people that are going to be interested in working for you. Um, how, do they, how do they reach you? Uh, I, I think the, the easiest way is to go to our website. Mm -hmm. That's uh, vincit.com, V-I-N-C-I-T.com. Okay. And uh, and you'll find uh, the, the the job section after browsing through the other content. So okay, and then uh, you want to give a little plug on what your company does, just so that people can you know if somebody wants to hire you guys, you know, give them better outlay of that. Uh, of course, like in the in the beginning you mentioned, so we we build mobile applications yep. and web systems for for companies like Yamaha, Logitech. And, and a few other... Can a smaller company use your service? Yes, we have okay. a lot of startups, uh, local also from the, the Bay Area. Awesome. But, um, but we, we, I think the, the key is we, we work locally yeah. um, and, and uh, like to work with the, uh, the clients. And you should go to their website and check out their new office because it's super cool. Huh. Yeah, we like it. 
So I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in to today's episode of Higher Power. Quick thanks to our team, our engineer Paul Roberts, our producers Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and Kim Iverson. To listen to this show and any past episodes, you can check us out on Hire, that's H-I-R-E, powerradio.com, or follow us on iTunes at Higher Power Radio. You can also uh, check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook at Higher Power Radio Show, or you can follow me on Twitter at Rick underscore Gerard. So we have another great show lined up for you guys next week. Our guest is going to be the illustrious Rick Franzi, founder and CEO of the Critical Mass for Business podcast and radio show here on OC Talk Radio as well. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard on OC Talk Radio. 